and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, Tripitaka and the ever-impatient monkey begin their perilous journey. Arriving at a village terrorised by a greedy and lustful monster, Monkey thus faces the wrath of Pigsy and his deadly muckrake. To cross the mighty river of flowing sands, they must first pass the cannibalistic water monster Sandy, a sandstorm, an army of tiger ghosts. Will Tripitaka end up as cat food? Or will Monkey save the day? Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, JP. And welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast, Episode 3, The Great Journey Begins. As always, this review will cover plot aspects of this classic series. So if you have not seen the episode, please go and watch it first, then come back. Because it will be, as always, spoiler heavy. Well, here we are, The Great Journey has begun. 107,000 leaks to go. And they've only done 200. And already, Monkey is moaning. How much further? How far have we come already? The journey has hardly begun. We've come 200 leagues. 200? Is that all? He's on strike almost from the start of the episode. He's only walked 200 leagues. I suppose the thing is, he is walking whilst Tripitaka is on a horse. So, yes, it is not necessarily an even spiel. And Monkey can fly, so he could go to the end of this journey very quickly. But no, he has to walk, because as we found out in the last episode, delayed gratification is, a, is something that Buddha is after. A short way along the road, they meet a crow who transforms into a man, who basically is the guide for them in this episode. And this episode really just covers the last of our setting the scene, where we assemble the, the crew. So they, they meet both Pigsy and Sandy in this episode, who are, as we explained last week, they are... They're not really setting the heather on fire from their departure from heaven. They are both monsters. But there is redemption coming for them if they join this quest. Once we do put the little gang together, as you would expect, there are baddies around the next corner and they are met with a whole bunch of tiger ghosts who try to 
stop them before they've even started their journey. Monkey, however, prevails and the journey can continue. So, what was the episode about? Well, firstly, appearances can be deceptive. We do meet a crow at the start of the episode who transforms into a man by flapping its wings. Monkey is brilliant, right? He's, he's so cheeky with this crow, saying, Hey, who are you? Who are you? What, what are you bothering us for? This is... He's like the Time Lord that's in Genesis of the Daleks. I'd say he's probably the like a, a guide from Buddha. To say, look, there is evil going to be coming your way. You are the priest called Tripitaka? Yes, and you are? You're going to get the scriptures. It's not going to be easy for you. I am sent to warn you against certain dangers. Evil spirits everywhere will try to stop you from succeeding. Buddha will inevitably triumph. Of course. Uh, Perhaps we know that, but they don't. (laughs) Seriously. Right, so you just have to, you know, keep your eyes open and watch what's going on. And sure enough, that leads into the fact that the first village they come to, all the locals are terrified of the monster. And they're they're offering like a thousand gold pieces for anyone that can get shot of them. Which monkey, you know, he's all over that, right? He loves to fight, so yeah, I'll do it. He doesn't even care about the money, he just wants to, to do it. What it turns out to be, the village leader says his daughter, who's called Blue Orchid. What a beautiful name. It's also, it could be a good name for a, for a racing horse, right? She's married to this monster. Uh, initially, he was strong and hardworking, but then he's basically given to his animal nature. He's greedy, he's lustful, and like all he does is he, he drinks, he fights, he eats... And, and monkeys, like, he's wisecracking. He's like, oh, that sounds brilliant. The swine eats and drinks and fights all of the time. Does he indeed? So you wouldn't say that he's all bad then? Oh. Right. You know what it, what it did make me think of, actually, when I heard that was a sketch show between Alas Smith and Jones, a British comedy in the, in the 80s. And they're sort of talking back to each other. And one says, you know, what would you do if you, you know, if you found out you only had like six months to live? And the other one goes, oh, geez, you know, I'd probably do loads of drugs. I'd get drunk all the time. I'd try and sleep as many women as I could. And, you know, I'd basically drive like a maniac. And the other one is giving it. So you, you wouldn't really change your life at all. That's what Monkey's sort of getting at there. Saying, yeah, that sounds good. Would you believe it? The said monster also has a bit of a penchant for what we would call in the 21st century domestic violence. So he's he's slapping this black orchid around a wee bit. Like, you know, it's probably black and blue orchid. Really would be uh, be her nickname. Sure enough, you're a pig. That's what you are. And it is. It turns out to be that is who it is. Pigsy. Pigsy! I know who I am, but I don't know who you are. Oh, you're a monkey, aren't you? Monkey's met him before. He's the former marshal of the Heavenly Hosts. He never forgets a face, and they, in a very short space of time, 
they are having a fight, which sort of ends up as a bit of a draw. Interestingly, the pig monster, Pigsy, is still, he's still banging on about this Lady Vega. I mean, it's been ages, mate. Just let it go. Let it go. After a bit of a, a drawn fight, they, they sort of become good friends. So, yeah, he had the appearance of a monster and he had the behaviour of a monster, but he's not a bad guy. And as they, as they go forward, he's going to be like an important member of the team. But, Trippy Tack is not convinced, right? And sure enough, they're at the first port of call, they're in the forest at night and Pigsy's already sleeping and there's some women that turn up and uh, he's, he, he's just, yeah, he's, he's tempted, right? So he follows these women and there's three of them, right? So he doesn't know what one he's like, but he has to get one. One wants to have a husband. He's like, well, only one? You don't get all three? And um, of course, it's a trick. Right, it's demons. And uh, he's captured. The next morning, the Tripitaka meets him in in a net and basically says, well, that was a test and ultimately, mate, you, f- you failed. Well, I hope you learned a lesson. I think I did. Well, I will. Later. Now it's time for a little talk. What a stupid, lustful pixie you are. Yeah. He's, he's going to be hard work, pixie. That's, that's clear. The water monster, meanwhile, that's Sandy, he's the former commander of the Heavenly Host who is a cannibal, also his appearances can be deceptive. So he will become a, quite a philosophical member of the group, not really a violent person, but he's pretty violent just now because he's, his cave is full of bones, people he's eaten. So, like, Trippy Attack is pretty much given it, listen, if you're coming with us, you need to go vegetarian, and, you know. Oh, yes. Tripitaka, did you say? So what? The priest too young. Old enough. And I also know his name. I've been waiting. I was commander of the hosts of heaven, remember? I brought the Jade Emperor's cup, and a drop of the wine of immortality found its way into a barbarian belly. Genghis Khan conquered half the world before it wore off. In his infinite mercy, the Jade Emperor banished me to Earth. I've been waiting for so long, as the Bodhisattva commanded, I'm supposed to come with you to India. For any of you that you've maybe tried to step down your your meat intake, you know, going straight vegetarian, that is hard, right? Because, you know, every time maybe you've just had too many beers and, you know, just like a McDonald's would just be... Oh, other, other hamburgers are available, but, you know, it just would be so nice. And then you go, well, you could have maybe the fries. But those fries are so sugary, right? That's why they're so golden. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's that's basically gets the little group together. And, and no sooner are they together that they are attacked by a bunch of tigers who are in human form because this is a low-budget thing. There you go. It's like the the appearances can be deceptive because they are they are vicious. The other two from this one is probably the power of desire, and that is really expressed through through Pigsy, who 
Like he's he's fallen foul of Lady Vega in heaven. He's fallen foul of his wife in this particular village. I hate you! You're a pig, you are! Well, you knew that. This is the pig that loves you. You always said you liked my curly tail. He's joined a pilgrimage, but already he's he's been blindsided by three women who are effectively just a test to, to him, which he which he feels uh, at the first instance. Three little daughters. <laughs> I can't believe it. My luck. <sighs> and then with the with the tigers, I mean, come on, Pixie. It's got to be hard work, I think, right? So Pigsy reminds me of like, you know, you've got maybe a friend in the group who you just need to kind of keep looking out for them the whole time, right? Because if you, if, you, if you don't watch them the whole time, they're going to get you in trouble. Right? That's what Pigsy is. I think Sandy, you can probably think, no, just don't eat anyone and you'll be all right. So you, you can sort of look after yourself. Pigsy's like the yeah, he's like the kind of toddler, like the, you know, just mate, no, just like ignore those women. Just you come this way. The danger of gluttony was the other thing that comes through in this particular episode. Again, that's Pigsy. Pigsy's probably should become the breakout star. It's only episode three. He's the little meat in the sandwich. Well, I suppose the bacon in the sandwich, right? Well, we just met the guy. And he's... What is he doing? He's he's eating the restaurant dry. 37 portions of rice. More rice. There is no more rice, sir. No more rice? You have already eaten 37 portions, sir. Very little ones, aren't they? No one's ever finished two before. More rice. I'll ask, sir. What sort of place is this to send the customer away hungry? Hey. You can imagine going to a restaurant and saying, Would you like some rice with that, sir? Yes, can I have 37 portions, please? I mean, that's just like gluttony. The previous record of the of that particular establishment was two servings of rice. So that's 35 above the record. You know, I, I, but he doesn't seem to put on weight. Well, he does actually. So Monkey's kind of subtly alluding to that he's carrying too much weight. And I suppose that's one of the things about like the fact that this is dubbed into English, that the, the monkey who voiced by the English actor can say that to the pigsy voiced by the English actor, because it's not actually them, right? Hey, you're putting on weight. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's not really me. The other thing in terms of gluttony is obviously clearly um, Sandy is a cannibal and, uh, you know, he's he's clearly he's eating a lot of people, right? And Tripitak is saying, listen, if you want to go back to heaven, you, you can't eat anymore. You need to become a vegetarian, right? But what is it? Does that devalue all the people that have already died? Or is it fine that... Like, we're just starting afresh from now. Like, just all those other people, they don't matter. That's not really explained. With the tigers as well, Monkey turns into a wasp in this episode, which he's able to do. He's uh, he's able to shape change. And that that's how he, 
he dodges the the guards of the, the tigers so that it, when it gets to the the final battle that he's he can surprise them so he himself is uh appearances can be deceptive in this one the the tigers themselves like it's they're quite thinly disguised they are they're only tigers because they've got the kind of tiger skin headbands on so we're just meant to assume that yeah use our tiger ghosts yeah we'll we'll just run with it the episode ends as usual with a a battle in this case monkey facing up against the tigers and especially the tiger king who in his dying scene gives us a little insight into the underlying message that is pervading through all of this series it's not hard to die why everyone does it sooner or later what's so very hard is to be awake the lives of ordinary men are spent asleep it was your own Buddha. Yeah, so what the Tiger King is saying there is effectively relating to what the Buddha said when asked, are you a god? And he responded, no, but I am awake. At the denouement of the episode, Monkey is actually blinded and... It's quite a dramatic moment because you're like, oh no, my monkey, monkey's going to be blind for this episode. For for this episode, does that mean he's going to be blind in all the future episodes? That that's gonna that's gonna slow him up. It's just not gonna work. But he is saved by Tripitaka, who kisses his eyelids. Monkey, close your eyes. And that can restore his sight. So there's something in there about the power of redemption that even though Tripitaka does not have any special powers like his three disciples, he does have some power. And by restoring the monkey's sight, that, that does come through. The episode ends where Sandy finds Pigsy who's eating straight from a pot in the, the larder. And he's like giving it, well, you're disgusting. You think nothing of food. We've just came through a horrendous battle. Monkey was blind. He's got his eyesight back. And all you're thinking about is food. And Pigsy is like, what, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? The, the tigers are dead. The, the, their food is now no longer of use to them. So, you know, what, what are you on about? I suppose that's a wee bit like, you know, when people have a wake and people are saying, who's getting that clock on the wall? It's like, well, you know, they're they're just dead, right? But ultimately, they didn't need that clock anymore. So that's where Pigsy's coming from. And with that, that's, that's the end of the episode and they move on. So... So let's have a look at what what did the narrator say this week? The great journey has begun. The tremendous journey has begun. The Buddha in each of us knows no scriptures save a single soul, unless that soul makes the effort to achieve enlightenment. What is enlightenment? How is it reached? 
This the scriptures can answer. This is why the comrades must brave the dangers and the difficulties of a great journey to fetch them. Not the least of the difficulties come from Monkey himself. Yeah, and that leads into the fact that he was just... You know, he's hard, he's hard work because he's gone strike straight away. He's only walked 200 leagues. Desire is unquenchable. You can only free yourself for it. So that's that's probably getting a pigsy when he's, he's getting torn into the wine. And last, but again, certainly not least, the monstrous is only a matter of opinion. To some of us, opinions are so precious, we will die for them again and again. Original transmission dates for this episode. In the UK, this broadcast on the 30th of November, 1979. In Japan, on the 15th of October, 1978. And in Australia, the 6th of May, 1981. You may run from tigers, but where can you hide from your own fear? Desire is unquenchable. You can only free yourself from it. Join us next week when we look at episode 4. Monkey swallows the universe. Listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at monkeymagicpodcast at gmail.com. My name is JP. Thanks for listening.